This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. You guys are so lucky you've got the best bits of the Raj and Pablo show just for you to take anywhere. You can hear the latest about what's going on in Mumbai from Salila Charia. You'll get my reviews of Half Girlfriend and Hindi Medium. And you'll be able to hear from Chetan Bhagat, who wrote the book Half Girlfriend. And not only that, we are joined by our very own Rishi Rich, telling us all about Bollywood and how you compose music for Half Girlfriend. Uh, right, Larry, it's time to go over to Salila Charia and our muscles from Mumbai. Muscles. Um, to find out what's been going on in the world of Mumbai. Um, Salil, how are you doing? Brilliant, guys, brilliant. I, by the way, I have to tell you this. Mm-hmm. The muscles from Mumbai, Monica, is finally going to go back to me because I'm really putting on the muscle right now. Oh. Well, listen. How? Well, Why? Th- th- what's happened? <laughs> Oh, lots of things are happening, but I'm also doing a lot of jujitsu, so nobody can mess with me now. Oh, <laughs> well, Pablo, we need to do some other exercises and take him on. Yeah, right, that's it. Salil, we can't wait for you um, to get your Roland Bahubali three. We can see, we can see you'll be in them. Uh, listen, you can see him with a little baby. Like, yeah. With his hands and muscular hands coming up uh, so, <laughs> from the water. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's talk about Half Girlfriend. Uh, it's released uh, in Mumbai and over here. How is it doing there? You see, the thing is, every time you have a film that comes out with a very big distributor that has a large number of screen counts uh, to rely on, so two and a half thousand screens, is, I think people have started to understand the meaning of that. That's a very, very large screen count. Now, this is the same distributor who distributed Bahubali, Anil Kharani. This is the same distributor that has always been there for Ashiki 2 and has a great combination with Mohit and with Ekta Kapoor coming in. Sometimes on the first and second day, the content doesn't really have to matter. So it had a 10 crore opening, which is a brilliantly large opening. So just to put things into perspective, this is more than the entire money that Shraddha Kapoor's OK Janam earned in a lifetime. Ooh. That's how much money she made on the first day. Does that mean this film is a great film? Well, opinions are divided, but as I always say this, I didn't quite enjoy the film as much. Uh, yes, I enjoyed so much that Mohit Suri has made. He is uh, making another film like this, which is a musical blockbuster. But for me, once again, Arjun Kapoor just doesn't match up to me liking him as a mainstream hero. You know, I, I, people used to say this about Abhishek Bachchan, and you all remember this, and everyone remembers this in Thum 2. When he walked into the frame with Hrithik uh, Roshan, everyone says, man, he needs to become like a hero. And I reiterate this. I say this once again, that Arjun Kapoor does not inspire that that kind of zone with me where I would look up to him as a hero. So if you, you, you are in those two zones, either you like Arjun as an actor or you don't, or either you like him on screen or you don't. If you don't, then you're in the other polarizing view, which is not like this film, because it's all about pretty much him. Yes, the writing is okay, the direction is fine. I mean, it's all right. But you had to really like Arjun Kapoor to like this film. And so far, the box office members say they like the film okay-ish, but Saturday and Sunday, that's today and tomorrow, will be the big days. If they can get through these two, then uh, you never know, man, because the reviews had been so great. But like Ashiki 2, which had really bad reviews, mm. but the people just loved it. You never know. You never know. Let's see what happens. What about the other film, um, Hindi Medium? That's a brilliant film. That's a fantastic film. But like most brilliant films, and I keep saying this, uh, it all depends now. It is no longer how great the content of film is. It depends on the distribution. It depends on the exhibitors. You don't give a screen count to the, the films. doesn't matter who wants to watch the film. They can't watch the film. So you get a two-crore opening, perhaps for two of the finest actors that we have, Irfan Khan and Deepak Dobriyal. Hmm. But if you cannot get the screens, I mean, if I want to see a film at six in the evening and there is no show, 
And the only option that I have is half girlfriend. I probably watch half girlfriend. So I I don't think now this this uh, discussion can ever happen about films uh, if they don't have the same screen count. You can discuss two films mm. if they have the same number of screens, and then it becomes more uh, you know feasible. Yeah. Uh, Salil, let's discuss the Bachchan family after yes. Sakar 3. Uh, there are rumours that they're all going to be in another movie. Well, Abhishek for sure. Arrest is the name of the new film that Ramu is making. Now, now let me backtrack a bit. Nine and a half crores is a lifetime collection of Sarkar. That is a humongous flop. Now, now there's no two ways to say this. And that again takes us back into the zone. Yes, he made a great Sarkar Raj. He made a great Sarkar 1. But Ram Gopal Verma has a... I mean, he's like a cat with 29 lives. <laughs> it doesn't matter what he's doing at the box office. No one seems to say no to him. And you know, the Bachchan Parivar is like, uh, it's a seal of approval. If they work with him, I doubt if the others will say no, because you're thinking that if Amitabh Bachchan thinks there's something in the man, and yes, there were lots of others in the past also that thought there was something with the man, they just seem to want to work with him. And if you're giving your son, which is Abhishek Bachchan, the chance of a revival in his career, he's had darts in the last three or four years, and you're handing him over to a, a Ram Kumar Verma. There has to be some kind of thought process that goes in there that the rest of India and the public doesn't seem to understand. It's like this magic that Ram Kumar Verma seems to hold over all these actors. And Arrest is going to be another darkish film, which will see Abhishek in a different avatar. And maybe Aishwarya, I've heard, <laughs> might have a little cameo in it. And if Aishwarya has a cameo in it, I can be 100% sure that Mr. Bachchan too will also have a cameo in it. Do you know somebody needs to make a film on the hold that um, Ram Kumar Verma has on the Bachchans? I think we need to make a film on how Ramkumar Verma yes. still has so much of work. Mm. It's just it's just unbelievable. I mean, I love the man, but he's so politically incorrect. I mean, just his Twitter feed is enough to make a film on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slew, everyone's still talking about Bahubali too. And it's not just in India. Now, I have to tell you this. I was in Singapore when we last spoke, and I had picked up this big, very, very, very authentic financial paper called the Mint Asia. Mm-hmm. And you know who was on the cover of the Mint Asia? Go on. There was Bahas and Bahubali on the cover of Mint Asia. Wow. Now, I'm going to give you some numbers. This uh-huh. is from an official estimate, and you're going to be shocked with the kind of money that not just Bahubali has made. Forget about what Bahubali has made. They're touching 2,000 crores, which they will eventually when it releases in China. That's $350 million for a Hindi film. Can you imagine? Wow, wow. reaching into the zone of Avengers and all, you know? This is a huge money. But Raja Molly, as the producer slash director of the movie, Although he charged an official estimate of 40 to 50 crores for his direction fees, he also had the profit as one of the producers of the film. And this is what the Mint said, that his pre-tax profit is 1,000 crores or post-tax profit, $110 million is what he's made individually from this film. Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. 700 crores is what the Mint said, roughly puts the earning of SS Rajamouli from Bahubali. Now that, read that. That is going to be amazing. That is going to be absolutely fantastic. And well-deserved as well, because it's such a groundbreaking film. I hope he gets a stylist now. <laughs> no, because oh, we met him, right? And like, if you meet him, right, he looks so insignificant. I'm like, you've got dandruff on your shoulder, I said to him. And he goes like, oh. You don't, you don't really mean that. I did? No. He's actually quite... He's, he made $110 million. For all I care, he could be roaming around in his shorts. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> he's very, very creative. He's a lovely man. Um, so, uh, Salil, let's, uh, talking about um, what people are wearing, uh, Cannes uh, has a big, big Bollywood um, entourage there, don't they? Um, and everyone's talking about one person in particular. Yes, 
If you said that it was a bit of Deepika earlier on, as far as her makeup was concerned, yes, she looked fabulous. She always does. But boss, it was just as if it was in waiting for the princess to arrive. Mm-hmm. Once Aishwarya and I stepped in, it's all over. Because I have never seen anybody look so resplendent. She's, I mean, Rihanna looked like, you know, she was wearing bed sheets compared to what Aishwarya was wearing. <laughs> Unbelievable. And not just that, just the makeup and the grace. And, you know, I, I, and I just cannot stop gushing. And you all know that I really love her. Yes. And I know that you, you guys as well. There is just this pristine beauty, Ashwarya. When you sit next to her, you sometimes need to touch her to see that she's not a real person. Oh, but she's so beautiful. But I think what she's done is, in this time, it's like a statement that she's made. There is nobody else that comes even close as far as the style statement and all those things are concerned. I'm not talking about acting. I'm just mm. talking about as far as the presence is concerned. She has just won it all and she's won Cannes. You know what she's done? She is the queen of Cannes. That's what we're calling her at the moment. And she has just basically done it. Totally agree with you. Totally mesmerising. But you know, like with Deepika and with Ashwarya and when Sonam's going to arrive today as well, um, they're not showing any films, but like um, there is some Bollywood films or Indian films like uh, in the running, like Shruti Hassan's. Actually, the only Bollywood film that they might be showing is Devdas. And that's uh-huh. the reason why Ashwarya had also gone in there. Uh-huh. The 2001 film. So they're not really showing any Bollywood films, but I don't think it's about that anymore. I think the girls that, that whether it's Sonam who's coming in today, yeah. or whether, you know, Ashwarya or even Deepika, it's all about their makeup uh, and the look that they're selling across. I don't know whether people actually come to Cannes to actually watch the film. Because well, everything that, you know, the red carpet is not about which films are releasing. The red carpet is all about the style. And I think if, if people like Ashwarya go across, and they put across this kind of an image across, they're owning the red carpet. Because, uh, yes, I know that, you know, everyone in Hollywood has a different view of it, but Khan is not about films. But, like, yeah, Salim, what, what, yeah, exactly. What you're saying is totally, totally true. And uh, I'm glad you've said it because uh, we've been to Cannes a couple of times and I've been telling Raj, uh, please dress up, red carpet. He hasn't listened to me. Uh, Salil, thank you very, very much. We'll catch up with you again uh, next weekend. And of course, these have been uh, opinions of myself, Raj and Salil about what's been going on in the world of Bollywood. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. I've been busy. I had like seven and a half hours of my young life in a cold, cold cinema with my blanket. But I did get them to get me soup. Hindi Medium was the second film I watched after Half Girlfriend. Now, the thing in common with both of them is like Half Girlfriend's all about a Hindi-speaking guy who wants to speak English. And Hindi Medium's about a couple who've got a kid they want to go to an English school. But directed by Sagit Chaudhary, he's given us Biarki side, side effects. And also Hindustani, and he's done a very good job actually. Hindi medium is, like I said before, Irfan Khan as this garment maker who makes a lot of money. His wife is determined to get their daughter get up a class and join a English speaking school. But it's not about speaking English; it's about a class, and it's what the couple decide to do to get through get their daughter to the school because the school won't have anybody who doesn't speak English unless they're class and reading. Mm. So they hire this woman who kind of trains them and their kid up. Mm -hmm. When that doesn't fail, they become really poverty-stricken and try and get through... Uh, through to the school by like you know the poverty class you know there's like there's like you know what do you call them guaranteed places for oh, I um, see. underprivileged people as well in India that's what they do 
where they... No, that's what they do. If you can't speak English, there's a quota for English-speaking schools where like, underprivileged people have an access to try to do that. So basically the film... So they went from one extreme to the other. Yep, to expose what's happening. At first I thought, this is going to be really worthy. This is going to be a bit boring. It was really good. Erfan Khan is magical. He just nailed it as a comedian. And you know the other breath of fresh air uh, is Saba Kamar. Now, I'm, I've never seen her on screen. I've never seen any Pakistani serials. But she is a breath of fresh air. She just livens up. And her Hindi is perfect. I am going... The only thing that I didn't like about this film, yeah, right, is yeah. that a one-trick pony. The first half's brilliant. Yeah. The second half just stays the same. And then it gets worthy. But do they eventually get what they... Well, don't, don't, don't Why would don't I give say, away the ending? Yeah. Have I ever given away the ending? Don't give the plot. No. Uh, can you give your mark out of five? I am going to give it a promising um, three out of five because it doesn't quite hit the mark. Two releases this week. Um, Hindi Medium and Half Girlfriend. Half Girlfriend sees the novel of Chetan Bhagat that you heard earlier. It's got um, been transferred onto the big screen with Shraddha Kapoor and, of course, Arjun Kapoor. I went to see it yesterday. I thought it was absolutely dreadful. It was hype over action. The music actually was really good. But if you've got a film with two lovers who don't really connect, a boy that doesn't feel... He's a basketball player, doesn't speak Hindi, falls in love with this girl who doesn't want anything to do with him and says, you're a half-girlfriend, leave it there. And then you've got Bill Gates in the movie as well. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to give it a very bad one out of five. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Um, Chetan, welcome to the Raj and Pablo show here on the BBC Asian Network. Um, we've been hearing a lot about Half Girlfriend. In fact, um, Raj has been talking about how half his life is. I've not even he's... got a quarter of a girlfriend. <laughs> that's what I think between the two of you, if you make one, <laughs> then you both of you have a half girlfriend. Well, it has come in a pair anyway. <laughs> now, that's the best tip I've had for my love life in a long time. Thank you very much indeed. So, Chetan, uh, tell us about Half Girlfriend. Well, it's my book which came out in 2014. And uh, actually, it's quite a quirky title. Uh, and it's been the catchiest title of all my books and now the movie. I still remember it was literally like a post-it note and I wrote the word half-girlfriend on it. I just liked it. And the story came later. I just liked the title. And today when I see that, you know, 200 people have worked on the film and Shraddha is doing her hair and makeup for three hours just to say two lines from the book. It's quite bizarre, actually. <laughs> and it talks about this in-between space and relationships that a lot of young people have today. You know, it's like, are you guys dating? Are you guys in a relationship? No, he's not my boyfriend. No, she's not my girlfriend. And then, oh, are you guys just friends then? No, it's a little more than friends. Uh -huh. So I think society needed a term in the middle between friend, which is much abused because of Facebook, everybody's a friend. And then relationship, which kind of means like a big deal to people uh -huh. now to say that he's my girlfriend or boyfriend. So I think what, what do the middle guys do? So... I just gave them this term half-girlfriend, which India seems to like a lot because India, anyway, dating is a bit taboo in Indeed. many places. So, oh, she's just half-girlfriend. Uh -huh. <laughs> so is this based on personal experience? Uh, you know, there have been so many times in everyone's life when you like someone and it doesn't work out. I mean, they, they meant more to you than a friend, but it never went to the relationship stage. It could be your crush in school. It could be anything. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, so we've all had half girlfriends and half boyfriends. So, are, are you saying it's quite cathartic? See, Something I wrote that my last movie was Two States, which was about my marriage. Now, what is a married guy going to do? I can't write <laughs> my post marriage girlfriend. That's not good. Yeah. So, you can say half girlfriend. That's about what my wife allowed. What was Three Idiots about then? 
those guys who weren't married <laughs> <laughs> and kick <laughs> and kick was uh, the perennial bachelor yeah salman yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like chetan how does an army educated boy becomes <gasps> an investment banker and then becomes one of the world's leading writers yeah i mean it's quite a scam actually yeah how <laughs> do you tell me uh, actually it was not planned and these things are never planned and i sometimes get amazed at how things are happening but uh, you know i i was meant to be in a bank only and i wrote my first book 5.7 i think that changed the course a lot and that book came out it did well it became a movie three dits which did very well and so on and so forth it kept going and then i thought i'll take a plunge and now this time in half girlfriend actually the movie adaptation i'm one of the co-producers what was it in your life that made you kind of go okay you know what i'm going to take this risk because it's a big I, risk I was, isn't it i was a really bad banker you know that's <laughs> what people don't often know they're like oh you had an investment banking career it's uh-huh. it's just no career i mean it was like i was just lousy did you know that while you were doing it i knew yeah. i managed to hide it from my boss and couple of people but before it all came out i realized that i'm not meant for this how did you get the industry i wrote industry? a book first i wrote okay. a book first so, so the book came out the right. book came out in 2004 at that time there was uh, no such thing as viral indeed but indeed. it was you can say one of it went viral without oh. social media because there was no facebook twitter then so a couple of books became popular and then someone decided to make a movie so bollywood was a lateral entry right um it's never been a they i never had those aspirations actually but once it happened i enjoyed it and you know the thing about bollywood is it's like you have one hit uh-huh. you get invited to the party once again. Yep. So as long as you are bringing good stuff to the party and I mean good stuff, uh-huh. please don't get ideas. <laughs> <laughs> uh then you get to come to another party. Uh-huh. So I've had a decent track record with three dates Kai Puche two states kick. Uh-huh. So they said okay, what what else you got? So I said I've got a half girlfriend. So they said okay, we'll make that now. But do you when you're writing now, do you write for movies? No, I still write, write books. Yeah. I write a lot of things actually. The thing is, films are most visible. Bollywood is so bling bling that uh, they get talked about the most. Mm. But I write a lot of newspaper columns. I write on politics. I tweet about every damn issue, which I shouldn't. You but do I do a lot actually. Yeah, You're so br- that's got nothing to do with Bollywood. Uh-huh. I mean, the Bollywood guys are scratching their heads. Why? I, I, why I, do you talk you know about what? the I, elections? Well, when I found <laughs> out we were interviewing you, um, I wanted to ask you one question because I know you have a political opinion about a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. What do you think about Donald Trump? I just came from New York actually I was just uh-huh. came from yesterday I've and I got my homework I know you Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and you know I went to a comedy club there yeah. and like every comedian hates Donald Trump I mean there are so many jokes even if they don't hate him they make fun of him on television there was this indian looking guy I think brown guy uh-huh. making fun of Donald Trump in the white house <laughs> right and he's he's going viral and I'm like but if everybody either makes fun of him or dislikes him uh-huh. they elected him There right who go. who elected him you know it's like But what's your it's opinion? like the same thing here uh-huh. yeah. it's the same things happening here it's like oh we don't like brexit we don't like brexit but who voted for it anyway so yeah i think donald trump i don't have opinion much uh-huh. on him i do feel he's a little lacks a bit of class but uh-huh. i think from what i know of politicians in india i don't know american politicians they it's all a staged act but uh-huh. he's a But- he's the blue collar aspirational billionaire he's the blue collar billionaire and i mean he wants to be a little less classy so that uh-huh. the man on the street 
feels oh he's just like us he's not as slick like the clintons and i think he's doing a good job in that but whether uh-huh. he's doing good for america or not i mean at least america now knows what it feels like but you know to have you, politicians but you having this political understanding mm-hmm. uh, especially in terms of society do you think it helps you write your books I think and so. then um, when they evolve into movies because absolutely. you're touching a chord absolutely and that is why it's not all about bollywood i write about national issues because it keeps me updated uh-huh. it forces me to read the papers it forces me to pay attention to what's going on and even half girlfriend the story why does this girl yes. only want to be half girlfriend is the guy doesn't speak good english exactly so that's a big issue in india right now we have a lot of migration from small towns to big towns for college jobs so this boy also comes to st stephens which is uh, a super colonial college set pukka, up by the british pakka college it's very pakka college yeah. there's a line in the book even the grass grows in english <laughs> indeed <laughs> so it's like that kind of a college and uh, he just comes there on basketball quota so he doesn't speak english and this girl she really likes this guy everything is right about him only one thing he doesn't speak english well mm-hmm. and all her friends and in a party when she brings in he's a bit out of place he can talk to the waiters more than the so i think that's the politics mm-hmm. which even half girlfriend has and that's the politics india is fighting to get its place indians are saying listen listen to us you know so what if we don't speak english but we also count and therefore half girlfriend even though it's a whole fun half girlfriend love story so there's a serious aspect there is a certain to... politics in the book it's it's nice india has i love my country and has a lot of potential but we should not get smug there's a long way to go what about mohit suri's vision mohit is somebody i i i only went to him right. for this book it the book had not even come out i went to him with the manuscript he does very intense love stories and uh, like ashiki too yeah so this is a very intense like this boy comes from a village so the girl just you know she has a good time with him she kisses him once in his head it's love she love yeah. it's love it's he tells his friends wo man man apna pati man chuki hai like she she thinks i'm her husband now uh-huh. that's how the place where he comes from that's yeah. how it rolls in bihar where he comes from bihar trust voice. me it happens in london too yeah <laughs> <laughs> did that happen to you yes we'll talk about that later <laughs> okay but uh, so yeah so mohit is very good at those uh, intense lovers uh, kind of movies and his music is it's outstanding phenomenal. but you know with the music of the film yeah uh, there's wow, a uk connection isn't there yeah yeah the song came out by rishi rich yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, rishi rich is a very good friend of um, yeah. the early hours but the bbc Asian network. So he went off the Bollywood scene for a while and I think more um brought him back and encouraged him to come back with this song which is not a typical Punjabi rap no. song that's going on in Bollywood. So it's a it it is a groovy number but it's different and I think so far like I mean we have 8 9 hours before it releases it's got a million views so it's been very well received. you know i must tell you about the music like so six songs in the film mm. uh, mohit took one year to get the, the song. songs not shooting the songs just audio of the songs so making the movie took a year um but the six songs finalizing them took a year so that's the level of effort he puts in that's why Mohit's movies have great music. It's not just like uh, he's like, aha, that's nice. He works with talent. He goes there. He went to New York 
No, I think Rishi Rich was there. He went there and lived there with Rishi Rich for like three weeks, four weeks, just for this one song. And you know, it's it's a very different level of you know, commitment and passion. And that's why the music is, is the amazing. music has been phenomenal. It's like you know, like Barish particularly that yeah. just kickstarted everything. Yes. So, but Chetan, are you in, you know you know you have your vision when you're writing. You know, like what the characters are, what they're going to be. But do you have? Any control in the characterization? Who's cast? Where it I goes, do. The and I wouldn't say the word is not control. Uh-huh. Uh, the word is influence, a strong influence. I mean, uh, in this case, in Half Girlfriend, I'm a co-producer. Right. So okay. I'm not just author. So Mohit is also co-producer, and Ekta Kapoor is a co-producer. Really? And so we will do it consultatively. But the director decides, and I could, you can say, I could raise any objection if I feel that. Are you sure you're doing this? But if he gives the right reasons, and normally I've chosen him means he understands the book, he loves the book, he wants to make the book well. So I don't think it's like I have to, you know, fight for everything. So you said this is like your half producer. The first time you're half producer, a third, a third producer. Actually, because Ekta me and Mohit. So this is the first time, half right? That girlfriend. could be a new title, okay. third producer. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, but half this third. is the first time, right? This is the first time. So yes. how does it differ from uh, when? Uh, you've kind it's of very you, you've seen your novels being made into movies, and so now all of a sudden you're involved with what you've written. Yeah. So other films of mine, like say, are two states. I went on the sets uh-huh. twice yeah. for lunch and just took selfies with Arjun and Ali and left, <laughs> basically because I didn't know what to do there. Uh-huh. I've given them the book now, make it, you know. But this was different. Mohit wanted me first. I thought I'll be a sleeping producer, but Mohit said, "I want to focus on the movie." I, and I, the production aspects, I want you to be involved. Mm. So we check the budgets. We there's a lot of international schedules in this film. Yes. New York, New York, Cape Town, all those things. You manage all the paperwork, everything. I mean, there's a team, but supervise all that. And pretty much in De- in India, like we were in Delhi for a long time. Delhi University getting permissions to shoot in Saint Stephen's. Uh, cops land up if you're shooting in India Gate. No, like all I kind know. of things. I, I know mean, Delhi quite well. Yeah. yeah. So. But when I, when someone like me goes, it becomes a little easier. So I, in this film, I've been on the sets every day. Every day from morning to night. So I've seen this film being built. Other mm. films of mine, I've not seen them. Did uh, you enjoy being, the process? Largely, yes. Yeah. Largely, yes. But it's also very taxing. I mean, it's very uh, difficult. And, um, you know, it does keep me off writing. So, well, no, I mean, you say it keeps you off writing, but does this mean that because you've been involved in producing a movie, there's going to be a transition where maybe it won't be a novel, it will just go straight to film? Could be, but uh, one thing at a time. I mean, I'm right now happy to co-produce my own works because, uh-huh. you know, people are going to make me producer. Why? At least they're giving me a production credit because I'm giving them a book. So if I don't give a book, but, you know, but yes, I could do a straight script maybe. But there is still books of mine that are left to be done. So and, and I take to write two, as well, though. and to write. So yeah. if I take two three years to do a movie, it takes. A but long you know, time. the natural progression for a writer is to become a director. Yes, is that what you perceive? No, because it's like it's a very tough job. I mean, I saw Mohit. It's the freaking most thankless tough job <laughs> you can have. Producer, you know, you can be in the sets, but you can still hang out. Like, uh-huh. you can go away. Whereas director has to take care of everything. And it's just, it's I, it's too slow, you know, like 12 hours of shooting will yield 90 seconds of film. Yeah. So it's a very, and then you have to wait for the actor and actress to get ready and come. Where I'm, I'm used to writing books mm-hmm. where I can kill the <laughs> 
been You've taken too long, stage. you're dead. Yeah. yeah, sorry. And then she slipped and had a bad fall. But, listen, but here, you have no choice but to yeah. wait. So were you a fan of Bollywood when you were growing up? Yeah, I think so. I think even, I mean, a lot of the criticism I get for my books is that he's too Bollywoodish. We love it. We love it. Yeah. We all love it. The people who are criticizing are also lining up to see Bahubali and Karan yeah. George movies. But they just like to, you know, it's like one of those things. We well, have that colonial hangover, no? It's because of this place. Actually. So what's what's next for you in Bollywood? Uh, we are waiting for May 19th. And, uh, you know, it's like a test mm-hmm. which we have been preparing for for three years. And on 19th May, we will know. That are you nervous? I am now getting... Actually, my my troika is me, Ekta and Mohit. <laughs> and Ekta and Mohit are super emotional, passionate people. They are more nervous. So somebody had to be stable, right? So I've been the stable, easygoing guy. But now as every day passes, I'm getting more nervous. The day uh, the first song came out, Barish, oh. I think uh, Kriti Sanon, who had launched the book for me. And she said, the songs are looking great. And uh, all the best for half girlfriend. So that was very sweet. That was on WhatsApp, right? Yeah. So uh, what's up next? What's happening? Next will be uh, uh, afterwards. It, it will be another book. I want. To, I'm dying to work on a book. I had a book out last year called One Indian Girl, and now I haven't written since then. And I've been busy doing production, which may, mm. which believe it or not, like people are making movies based on my story. Uh, Jethan, would and, you ever write a book about the industry? Yeah, but I'll have to leave I can't it. Tell. Leave it. Either I write it once I leave it or basically I leave it on the day of the launch and like <laughs> a bit of random. I seek <laughs> asylum somewhere. <laughs> but can we I just, know too much. Can we just say it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so, so yes. much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, somebody else who's doing really, really well is uh, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, a friend of the BBC Asian Networks. Uh, he's from the UK uh, and he's been doing music for Bollywood movies and more, uh, well, just of late, he's been behind the music of Half Girlfriend. Who are we talking about? It is, of course, Rishi Rich. Uh, Rishi, how are you doing? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? Really well. You are conquering Bollywood, mister. I'm trying my best. You're to, doing uh... really well. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Rishi, <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just get this straight first. I mean, uh, because you, yeah. you were in the UK, then you went to the US, um, and now mm-hmm. uh, you've been in uh, Mumbai for, what, um, a good few months, haven't you? Well, coming up to a year, it will be a year in July, end of July, I moved here. Uh, so last July, end of July, I moved here. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, I met Moit in America and he was like, I'm working on this film. Why don't you come out for a few months? And that was my intention, actually, was just to come out, finish that film and then go back to London. Um, but word kind of got around whilst I was here and I started to meet different directors and producers and everyone was kind of really loving what, what I'd been working on, actually. And a lot of the stuff that I that I'm putting towards films was stuff that I did in America. So, you know, I started to uh, meet directors and different actors and they were like, we're working on this film and this film. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stay and (laughs) just, uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling quite inspired and it's it's a great thing. And, and, you know, since being here, I've been working, I've been working on several different other films and stuff and it's been really nice, you know, I can't complain. So how did Half Girlfriend, what what was your concept for the song? Because the film's out today. Yeah. Um, well, the concept was, it was actually a song that I had um, kind of had an idea that I'd already done. So when I met Mohit in New York, he was like, play me some music. So I played him some music. And every time this um, song came up, it was actually an English song um, that I had worked on just with Veronica. And it was just a sketch we did. And he really loved the whole vibe of it. And I was really happy because I knew that there was something about this song that, and I really wanted it to kind of see the light of day. 
And we just changed the lyrics um, and we added Hindi in it um, with a new singer called Yashna Vikir from here. And we, and that's how the song, came, you know, kind of came to, you know, came together. It wasn't really much I had to do in the sense of change, um, anything drastic, because um, the concept, funny enough, really kind of matched the storyline of the film. And of course, Rishi, it's not the first time you've worked in Bollywood uh, with Hamdum. Yeah. You, you, you know, you were involved then. Uh, have yeah. things have things changed a lot since then? Is is the experience well, in terms of working with music different yeah, now? Um, definitely, it's very. I mean, I think with Hamdum, that was a, a really a one-off, and you know, obviously, I, I did that in UK, and um, and it was just a track we just did for Yashwad, and obviously, it did it did amazingly well for us and. Shaggy and Veronica and, you know, the whole kind of UK scene for us. And I think here, is, it's, this time it's been different because I live here now. So I'm I'm um, right in the heart of this industry and meeting people and um, just soaking it all in. And the good thing is that I've been allowed to kind of um, do, you know, do me and my sound and uh, represent what I'm about. And I think it's fresh. It's a fresh approach. It still sounds, you know, people like, we've never heard music like this. And some of the upcoming stuff I've got in films, I'm so excited about because it's, you know, I think Indian film music hasn't had this kind of flavor, whether it's R&B and hip hop. And these are influences that obviously mm. I learned, uh, obviously, you know, being born in London and being part of the whole British Asian scene and then moving to America, living with Teddy Riley. All these things I've just taken in. And I'm kind of thinking that this is actually why um, I had to do, I had to do that, those kind of journeys to get where I'm, you know, where I am now. I'm the most happiest I've been and I'm making, you know, amazing music that I'm really enjoying making music again. Um, and Rishi, very quickly, um, you, you've got a couple of other films coming up as well, haven't you? Yes, I have. So I've got, um, so Half Your Friend, that's the first one. Then there's another song called Ben Hogi Teri, which is Shruti Hassan and Raj Kumar Rai. Um, I've done two songs for that. And then the, there's another lead single for um, a film called Mubaraka, which is Anil Kapoor and Arjun Kapoor. And then I'm doing four songs for Palpal Dil Ke Paas, which is Sunny Diol's son, Karan Diol. Um, so I'm working on that. And I've been issuing in Manali, so I'm actually flying over to Manali quite often. I've been once and then again to work on that. So these are the four films that I've got, like, at the no, moment, progress, so, you are yeah, going to be the so. new R.D. Berman. That's what Rajan Pablo said. Just remember we said that. Uh, Rishi, thank, thank you. you so much for talking to us. Rishi Rich there, uh, telling us about his experience um, uh, in Mumbai. And of course, he's behind the music for this week's big release, Half Girlfriend. It's the number one Bollywood show on the BBC, courtesy of the BBC Asian Network. It's the Rajan Pablo Show. You've just downloaded our best bits. If there's anything about Bollywood you want to know, just email rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. And don't forget you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm. Until next week, bye. bye! Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.